0: Welcome to episode 9 of the Music Magic Podcast with Chick Korea. Today we're going to hear a conversation that Chick recorded with Mario Fenninger. You probably don't know Mario's name, but if you've listened to Chick's playing anytime in the last 40 years or so, you've heard Mario's influence. Since they first met in 1972, Mario has been Chick's piano instructor and mentor. Got that? Chick Korea's piano teacher and mentor. Mario's is a legacy that Chick is carrying on with his own music workshops. At chickkoreamusicworkshops.com, Chick covers everything from improvisation to his own takes on harmony and comping. Stick around at the end of the podcast for a special gift from Chick for all his musician friends. Now, let's get back to what Chick and the late, great Mario Fenninger were talking about back in Mario's Los Angeles studio.
1: We're here with, uh, with my old friend and my uh, mentor, and I consider uh, m- my main piano teaching inspiration, um, uh, Mario, Mario Fenninger. We, we've known each other since... Um, oh, goodness. It ...19... It goes
2: into the antediluvian before the deluge. <laughs>
1: before the deluge in about 1972 or uh, right around there. Yes, around that. Yeah, and and we're at at Mario's fabulous place in Los Angeles, which really feels like an artist's haven.
2: What you mean actually is that there's such a disorder my dear, (laughs) that I can't
1: find anything anymore. (laughs) it, It feels very, very comfortable though. And uh, I'm happy that uh, that we can talk and and uh, and, yeah. and improvise. Be- improvise, yes. Because <laughs> the past few exchanges that we've had over the past uh, couple of years have been so so interesting to me and so inspiring. And I think the 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 culture, uh, the your upbringing in music is something that is uh, now. In now in 2015 is is very, it's almost missing completely, um. and and it's a part of our history that that I would like to uh, share. I would like to know more about, and I would also like to share with the other musicians. Yes. Uh, but going back to what we began to talk about, just just to uh, answer your question, uh, my mother's uh, my mother's mother uh, is comes from Messina, Sicily, yeah. and my father's. Um, uh, father comes from uh, Catanzaro, which is the south. On the other side. The south, yeah. On the, yeah. Uh, in the south of Italy. Yes. Uh, in a, and he comes from a. Uh, my grandfather, Antonio, comes from a little town in the mountains in Catanzaro called Albi. 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 Yes. And, and uh, just to put a little flavor on that, about four years ago, I played a, a, a duet concert in Catanzato with with a very well-known and incredibly talented uh, young Italian pianist named Stefano Bolani, a great improviser and just a great musician, and we played a piano duet. And after the concert, backstage came eight people, who introduced themselves to me all as Koreas, Korea. Oh, really? They all had the name Korea, yeah. and they came from this little town, Albi. Oh, really? And the spokesman was uh, 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 a poet, uh, and, and was and, and spoke very well English, and and uh, he he explained that he had they'd been trying to follow me, and they and they found um, they found documents in the Albi Church and also in the Albi City Hall of my grandfather's birth certificate. And they also found my grandfather's... Somehow he found the document of when my grandfather Antonio landed uh, in uh, uh, Rikers Island in New York. Uh, uh, of his entry into the United States oh, okay. in 1901, I think, something like that, you know. So I met uh, who, who might be, you know, uh, blood family members. Uh, uh, it, was, uh, it was very nice because I had never, I had never found any actual Koreas in, in uh, Italy. In Italy? In really? Italy, yeah. But, but like I was telling you last time when I went to and I played a piano solo in, in Napoli, Two years ago, and, and I played Sorrento. The whole audience sang with me. And then you began to tell me about your uh, knowledge of, of uh, Napolitan. Oh, I I uh, am in love with Naples, actually. Yes.
2: You know, because my mother was Napolitan. Oh. Yes. She oh, was I see. born in Naples. Oh, I see. I didn't know. Yeah. She left Italy in 1920 or 21 and she emigrated to Egypt. Yes. where she made a great success as a piano teacher and where she got married to my father and I was born there, ah. 1922. You, you were born in Cairo then? In Cairo, yes. yes. And, uh, but uh, it was very really strange because Cairo was a very international town, you know, and uh, I was talking French. At home. Oh, I see. And Italian with my mother and yes. uh, my father, um, with my father French.
1: Your father was
2: French? No, he was Egyptian. He was, oh, oh, he I was see. Romanian, actually. I, I see. I don't know whether he was born in Romania or whether he came after his birth. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the documents are missing. Yeah. But it was, uh, we, we are a little bit... Uh, diffused
1: yeah, <laughs> in yeah, the world. Yeah, as most of us are. Yes. But that's interesting. So then then did you uh, go back to Italy to, to study music? Uh, well, or?
2: Uh, I studied first of all with my mother. She was a diplomate of the Conservatorio of Naples. What's Naples. A,
1: what was your mother's name? Teresa. Teresa.
2: Teresa De Rogatis. <laughs>
1: D-E, yes. a small d-e. Yes.
2: Rogatis.
1: Rogatis.
2: Rogatis. Yes. The Rogatis. And, um, you know, she was poor. And uh, she uh, made her way in the Conservatoire in this class and then this class and this class because she was so gifted. Yes. You know, and so the, the director of the Conservatoire told, told her or told my grandfather, you know, for Teresina, they were called her. They would call her Teresina. she was a, a guitarist
1: yes yes mainly a guitarist
2: at the beginning yes yeah, but when she came she, to Egypt she became uh, established in Egypt uh, as a piano teacher ah, I the see. guitar at the time had a very bad uh, reputation oh you know yeah so and
1: uh, my mother was very proper yes and 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 she was uh, uh, a composer. You, she was a composer. You, in fact, I, I remember you playing me some of her music.
2: Yes. Didn't I give you some of her? Yes, music?
1: you did. Yeah, yes, and right? I, yeah, very interesting. Yeah,
2: yes. Very. Uh, I wouldn't say of transcendental difficulty, but uh, yes, it's, it, it, it had a good melody. Yes, yes, yes. You know, she was a true Italian in that sense. I see. Yes. You know, she liked uh, melodic music. Yes. And. Um, So, when she was uh, eight years old, her father, my mother was, I think, uh, already a a prodigy, and so a friend of her father, uh, yes, met a friend, this friend, and then he said, oh, and how is your little Teresina doing? And then uh, uh, my grandfather, I think, said, Oh, she's doing very well, and what does she do? She plays the guitar, and a friend looked at him and said, hmm. you mean to say the guitar? You want her to starve? It was a time when Segovia had not yet come in. You oh. Know, to, uh, uh, how would I put it, ennoble the art of the guitar. Yeah,
1: so that was around what year? Uh, 1895, 96, oh.
2: 98. Oh. oh, I see. You know. And so it was, uh, but my mother played in front of uh, crowned heads uh, and I don't know what,
1: Ah. as a child prodigy. As a guitarist? As a guitarist. And playing what kind of music? Guitar music. Yes, you mean songs?
2: Uh, uh, No, S.O.R., uh, what's his name, Uh, S.O.R. Oh, S.O.R., yes. And the whole repertoire of Spanish guitar.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, Villalobos. Was, and, no, no, no. Well, no, Villalobos came that. later.
2: Yeah. Oh, right. Much before that. Yeah. Uh, 1900, 1910. Ah. 19 1910, uh, 12, I don't know. Exactly. I
1: wonder I wonder if she had any, any knowledge of uh, the southern Spain uh, 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 music. No, because <laughs> I... Uh,
2: I explored that.
1: Yes.
2: No, she was not a Spanish guitarist. Yes. She was an Italian, because you know there are schools of guitar. Yes. There's a Spanish school. Then there was contemporary, at the time already of 1700, uh, there was a French school. Yeah. Okay. There was an Austrian school. There was even a uh, Russian school. Ah, uh, of guitar. Yeah, guitar. Like, like written music. Oh uh, well, I have never found it. Oh, I see, I see. But uh, I am not sure whether they were not improviser only, uh, or something like that.
1: But sure. but with 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 melody, with vocal, with oh, a, w- uh, no
2: no not vocal, no just,
1: just guitar music. Guitar.
2: Ah, oh. it was extraordinary because we all think that Segovia is the guy who. Uh, real, how should I say, put back guitar on the music line.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: Well, it doesn't seem to be totally true. Ah. uh It seems that there was parallel uh, lines going on. Ah, I see. And so my mother, uh, she was the Italian school. Yes. Oh, and uh, the thing that was very interesting was that at the time, the playing was... uh, how would I say, like that, with the hand like that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they were pulling the strings. That Ho- yes. You know, I'm not a guitarist, so if I do say anything stupid, you <laughs> can stop. Yeah, me. I understand. But you know, that thing was invented by Segovia.
1: That that way, that way, the hand is yeah. is, is, yes. is is grasping yes. the string. Right. With 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 uh, several fingers playing. Yes, okay. to you can. do
2: that with that thing, yes. and that this also produced extreme sickness in many guitarists oh. who were not playing like that. They were playing like that.
1: Oh, oh! I see. I see. Okay. and the guitar
2: was held perhaps a bit differently.
1: Yeah, so, so if the hand goes it's down like that, it's yeah, it's I could see how that could energy, develop into, right. looks like a, yeah. a, an un, an unnatural position exactly. for the hand.
2: Now, uh, I know that because I lived this conflict
1: uh, of my mother when uh,
2: I was a child. Yes. You know, that uh, people say, oh, but that's not the Spanish way. Well, that's not the only way to play. Right,
1: <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yes, yes. And uh, so
2: there was uh, quite a conflict there mm. between guitarists. Okay. Mm. But my mother was a kind of natural genius, mm. okay, because at the age of six, seven, she gave her first recital, you know, and uh, then uh, she entered the Conservatoire in Napoli,
1: yeah,
2: and then she took her diploma in composition, piano, conducting, oh, she was quite a, right. and I, I witnessed one day when one of her pupils, when she came to Cairo, she developed a uh, client, uh, client uh, pupils yes, and uh, one of her pupils was playing the Greek concerto for piano and orchestra.
1: the Greek the Grieg. grieg. Mm.
2: okay and so uh, but the conductor wanted to be a smart Alec, and he told my mother, and I was there, you know, I was a child." yeah he said, "Oh, I'm not conducting unless you increase my fee." huh." And so Mother looked at him. She, she grabbed the baton uh-huh. and she came up on the podium. Huh. And she said to everybody, Let's start. Come. Um. Oh, ah. Uh. I said, What, Mother? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was looking at her. Oh. It was a t- totally oh. different uh, performance or
1: yes. personality. You of had her. never seen that. Oh. I see. And, 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 and the orchestra followed her.
2: Oh, like one man.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing.
2: Yeah, she had a kind of a magnetic
1: strength. Yes, you know? yes. So, so, th- did you play guitar? She, did she no. show you guitar? Oh, so you went straight to the piano. She taught me the piano. I see. Because she was also a, quite a pianist. And too. for 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 what what age did you begin? About I think I was three and a half or four. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I hated it. <laughs> 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 That's amazing to consider, isn't it? <laughs> it's yes. amazing to consider. And I was wondering, well, what am I doing
2: here? What, what? Uh-huh. And I was looking at her, and then one, once, because she was a rather stern person, okay. And I said, why are you making such a face?
1: She's, she was making
2: a face. Uh, she was
1: stern. Very stern. Oh. Serious. Yeah. You know? And she looked at
2: me. And obviously, she saw that she frightened me because she was not showing me the usual face of mama.
1: Yes, you know,
2: and uh, she changed instantly like that. And she came, she took me, and said, "Don't be afraid. I'm, I am. I am
1: with you. I'm.
2: I'm not moving from here."
1: Oh. Uh, and I felt so much better. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Because she was being a tutor at that
2: time. Uh, she was being also the, the... You know, it was the time when women were not supposed to be either conductors or this or that. Oh, uh, they, yes. And then they were second-class yes. citizens. Yes, yes. And she somehow changed, one of those who changed the status
1: mm. of women. Mm, wow. You know, yeah. Wow. She was
2: quite a, quite a person.
1: Wow. Well, I'm glad that her, her and you've recorded her her music.
2: I have some records, uh, uh, private records.
1: Right. Okay. But they've never been published. Ah.
2: I don't have yet the money. One day.
1: Yeah. You 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 do uh, you have tapes or Yeah, tapes. Ta- like like uh, real. Yeah, t- yeah. Because they 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 have to be uh, done salvaged books. now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I don't
2: know where to go. I would talk with Tom. Tom Solari, he knows what
1: to do. Yes. So I will see. Yes, yes. I I I would be interested to hear that. Oh my
2: dear, I give them to you if you want because somebody must be able to to do something with these tapes. Yes. And this is a school that has disappeared. Right. You know because Segovia came and then. And you know, Segovia. I met many young artists who, after this method, couldn't play the guitar anymore.
1: All oh, right. You know, after it. Segovia's method. Yes. Yes. It but was, your your mother imagine. played with a no natural
2: way. You know, yeah. she was going like that. That's yes. Yes. I see. I see. I see. You know, it was much more natural. Yes. And she had a virtuosity on the guitar. The, I heard one day. I remember that I was a child. I was six or seven. And this has stayed in my mind. She played a scale going from the lowest strength to the highest, you know, at such speed and such pearliness. Tiki uh, tiki <laughs> tiki 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 Yes. How? Just in itself, that was something extraordinary.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You know? Yes.
2: Because everybody uh, is bored by the scales, and uh, scales are. Uh,
1: yeah. Don't
2: bother us with scales.
1: Sometimes a beautiful technique can can just be an aesthetic thing all by itself. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And she was one of those. Yes. Yes. You know? So how did you? How did you? Um, um, Tell, tell me about the, the, the beginning of your, your musical and piano interest and, and how, how did you?: well, be, Did I you did begin not, all the piano in Cairo? Yes, in Cairo.
2: Yes. She was a very well-known teacher there. And, uh, and uh, she, you know, the uh, Europeans communities in Cairo were really the masters of the country, because the Arabs were not interested in anything European. Yes. You know, they were into the Muslim religion and uh, with, uh, you know, the guy who was uh, calling to prayer in the the mosque and things like that. So it was a totally different 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 atmosphere, culture, and everything, Mm. you know. And mother belonged to the European culture. Right. You know, and then all these European communities were there to appreciate that. Yes. And this is why she made such a success. On top of that, she was a very stern, uh, hardworking, you know. And so the businessmen that were European and living in Egypt appreciated that because they felt that they could uh, ask their kids to go and work with a person who was already an example. Yes, yes. Of, uh, because, you know, Egypt at a certain moment became the country of the playboys. Oh. Was, there was a lot of money ah. circulating there. Oh, mm, yeah, uh, ah. a Ki- lot of money. Cairo at the, what year? Like 1900, the, 1900, 1910, 1905, yes. 1910, 1912. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, it was a, a totally different uh, mentality. Yes. At five o'clock, the ladies, the society ladies, you know, what do you think they did there? They played cards. Ah. Yeah. And every day it was like that, the huh. playing the cards, you
1: know, mm. gambling.
2: Yeah, gambling. Huh. huge fortunes passed from one hand to another. Huh. Huh. Yeah, it was a wild atmosphere. A kind of, yes. Mm. But not wild in the sense of the Far West,
1: like here. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, something more, more aesthetic also. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so did you begin performing in in, in Cairo well, when you were young? The first
2: time uh, I performed, I was, I think, uh, four and a half. Hmm. Yeah, but I played one piece.
1: Yeah. One little piece. Yeah, like 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 yeah, I. Little, 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 I had a little piece. T- yeah. T- yeah, I, we we played a little uh, piece.
2: What else? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We couldn't play yet. I couldn't play Beethoven yeah. or even Chopin. I had a tiny,
1: tiny hand. Yes. You Did know? you begin improvising right away? No. Not until later? Not much later. Yeah, I see. When I began taking lessons in harmony,
2: in composition, and, in which I said, oh wow, we can do this, we can do this, we
1: can do this. Yes, well, you know, one thing I'm interested to share with the, the musicians that might be listening in is how, <clears throat> how the culture of, of classical piano that you came up through and learned then you began to somehow observe that there was other kinds of ways with improvisation. I don't know how, because uh, we, we never spoke about that with jazz or what. With, no, with jazz, what, not i never jazz. heard
2: jazz in Cairo.
1: Ah, I see. Never heard. I mean. So what? What got you interested to to uh, uh, learn to improvise? Because I know, I know that uh, uh, as I admire uh, the. Uh, the in the amazing um, uh, command and beauty of of classical piano playing, like the way you do it, and uh, uh, the way the way other great pianists do it, and that's a whole culture made up of many schools. We begin to talk yeah, about many right. schools, but as much as I admire that, I also uh, know that that many. Uh, classical pianists and classical musicians, uh, or- orchestral musicians, are very much uh, curious about how uh, to improvise and uh, how to, well, to compose poor, as yes. well. And now there's more and more back and back, forth. Yes. Back and forth yeah. with that. It and of like course, to, that, that's my interest, yeah. as you know. Of
2: course. Yes. But you see, improvisation disappeared at a certain moment. Towards after the 18th century, mm. after let's say 17, after Beethoven,
1: yeah.
2: the improvisation disappeared. Mm. Okay, the last one that began improvising was Liszt. Yes, Chopin, Liszt. Yes, they were a great improvisers. Mm. Okay, uh, but they had that. I think that Chopin improvised for the first time in public. He was six years old. Ah. Yeah, mm. and uh, Beethoven himself was a fantastic improviser. Yes, you know. yes. Uh, I was not of this thing. I, uh, I was just a child, mm. and I was not mature enough. And I must say that uh, one day I was in my room, and uh, mother and father had invited some friends, and. Uh, in the evening, you know. It it was very much a life of evening. You always invited some person after eight o'clock, after dinner, nine o'clock, okay? And uh, the door opens and my mother comes in and then she says, I'm going to tune the guitar. And uh, I said, oh, okay. So I stood up in my bed, I sat up, and mother tuned the guitar, and then she played a piece that it was called Murmurio della Foresta, The Murmurs of the Forest.
1: The Murmurs of the Forest. Yes.
2: Yes. I had never heard anything like that. Yes. It was like a breeze that was caressing my face. Mm. It was amazing. Mm. And I think that this is when something happened. Mm. Before that I was not showing much interest.
1: In improvisation? In music. In music in general. Oh, yeah. I see. This was, the, this, then, was this was the an awakening that, of yes. some kind. I uh, see. You know, they opened here and then all of a sudden
2: whoo, 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 all the notes began coming up.
1: I see. So that was very young. You've, uh, you, I was four and a half. Yeah. Perhaps four,
2: perhaps three and a half. I yes. don't recall.
1: I've yes. Heard. Yes, I see. So how how just just to scroll forward into, the, uh, I'm I'm still I'm still it's sort of an incomplete conversation we had about the Neapolitan school because oh, yeah. of piano playing. Yes. But then, how did you become involved in in this way of classical piano playing?
2: Well, you see, uh, piano playing. There was a number of researchers who tried to find out the secret of piano playing as there were researchers that were trying to find the, uh, the guitar, the, schools, the yes. school, the Spanish school, okay. And so, what happened is that I was more or less, you know, there and listening. I was even bored, I remember, by that. Still in Cairo? In Cairo. Yes. And then, uh, this day, Mother came into my room, and then she tuned the guitar, and then she played the piece, "Mormorio della Foresta. Mm -hmm. And I think that something must have happened there, past life, track, I don't know, because anything else disappeared. Yeah. And I was there looking at this woman. She was a small woman with the guitar, and t- getting out of the guitar this kind of amazing thing mm. and that was the first time in which i really realized what it was to be an artist ah and uh, and then it is the next day that mother said you liked the concert yesterday last night when i came and played for you and uh, she played for me
1: yes ah. and then i
2: said oh yes mm. said suppose I teach you something, hmm. mm. and then uh, I said, oh, yeah, okay, I was dubious. And then she began showing me the five lines, the staff. Oh,
1: notation already. Notation. Music Immediately. notation. Immediately. Yeah.
2: yeah. And uh, and then little by little, I began playing little pieces and. So you she, had
1: a piano in the house?
2: Oh, we had three pianos. Oh, four
1: pianos, I you know.
2: see because uh, it was this mother had really founded a
1: school I see yes almost yeah mm. uh, and uh, so it was
2: blessed years
1: yeah well that's a beautiful beginning that sounds like a beautiful being my, my father in a sense had a, had a similar effect on me because he was uh, he was so uh, interested in in the in the 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 jazz music of the '40s, uh-huh. and he had the uh, uh, the recordings, uh-huh. and he he was he was uh, played in the, in that style, and and that was the music that I grew grew oh, up uh, with when I was uh, a small boy, and I listened to uh, 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 pianists like Bud Powell and uh, Thelonious Monk, and and uh, then I heard Miles Davis as a young man play the trumpet, and and so forth. You played the trumpet? No, no, oh. I I heard Miles. Oh, oh, yeah, Miles yeah, Davis yeah, no. right. play the you trumpet and yeah. these were these were the be, my beginnings in in music. So I see how you can begin that way. Yes. But so so when we were talking about the Neapolitan school of music, I need to know more about that. Well, personally. the Neapolitan school. What is what is that? You you mentioned Rosamunde. Rosamundi. And, and then you mentioned Ceschi, Chesie. Ceschi, C E S I. Yes. Who was Rosamundi's teacher? Exactly. Yes. And you, when you told me that, it sparked off something in my my memory or my uh, feeling that um, that a certain uh, gracefulness and light touch and per, a particular beautiful sound at the at the at the keyboard a, uh, a beautiful sound not yes. a harsh sound yes. a beautiful yes. sound yes. was part of that of that way of, of communicating yes. so this was a school in which
2: you never pounded on the piano Yes. one never pounded on the piano mm. okay but it was now I was not yet into the research of piano technique as I became later yes so many things have not been Kept in my head, mm. okay. But I could observe, and I saw that those who were using the Neapolitan school were using more open hand, mm. and I was wondering because everybody else that I saw was using a more curved, hand like that, curved fingers,
1: yes, yes. Rather, than, rather than rather than a flat flat fingers, yes, like Horowitz plays with exactly. flat fingers, yes.
2: but. And he has sometimes he goes away from that. Yes. And this is when the sound gets a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: But he doesn't realize that. Ah. Huh. And even though he is a genius at the piano. Yes. You know, he has not made the difference of the difference when you do that like that, you, you pull the, the sound out of the piano rather than
1: death. Yeah, when, when you have the flat finger, you yeah, you, you, you stroke the key a, a little bit more yes, rather right. than pound it yes. with a curved finger. Exactly. I, I, I wish we had uh, video of this. So put a video on Aaron, and and show show the um, show the the difference between the curved finger and the, the flat, flat finger. So the yeah, curved finger. You called him Jorge. Aaron. Oh Aaron. Aaron but Jorge is a good good name too yeah, okay yes. <laughs> curved finger is more like this and, it, and more, it
2: you know they even today some teachers teach you to keep an apple in your
1: hand an apple alright oh, and then you
2: know and then play like that yeah. but this has a disadvantage because you are using too many muscles here yes instead of using making the hand uh, play the piano. Yes. You must make the hand play the piano itself, not uh, a system.
1: Yes. Okay. yes.
2: The moment you use a system, it's a dangerous thing. Mm. Because then you must know more than what people know usually. Mm. How not to be hurt by this thing. Yeah,
1: that, that can be straining. Yes. So, so, so the freeway kind of looks like this, doesn't it? May
2: I... If you show, if I show you, look.
1: Yeah. Right, you you stroke the key. You stroke the key this way. You stroke the key. Yes. Yeah.
2: And this is fantastic because, first of all, it does not tire the hand.
1: Yes. But you you have
2: also to use a little bit of uh, uh, common sense of not exaggerating.
1: Yes, and and, okay. and keep, keeping a, 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 relaxed, all of all, yes, the rela- right. all the muscles of the arm very yes. very relaxed. And they go from here to the key. Yes, to the the bottom of the key.
2: Yes. Okay. So if you fragment this piece, this piece, this piece, this piece, this piece, this piece, all the
1: joints. Yes. Yeah. It has to flow all the way. All the way. Yeah. It's it's a flow. It's a flow. I find that flow, that flow can. And and when I feel good playing, it extends throughout the whole body. I yeah, think. absolutely. And, and the body moves. Yes. Doesn't sit stiffly yes. still. Yes.
2: And you know how many when I go into a conservatoire and I, and I see or I hear, and immediately when I hear a pianist, I can tell you, two curved fingers,
1: and I go look and. Uh, and you can and, see the curved. Oh, absolutely. The, the curved fingers.
2: This takes away the human. Uh, the, it seems to be stopping the heart.
1: Yes, you know, yes.
2: Instead of having this kind of beautiful vibration, you know, Yes. that uh, envelops
1: the person who listens. Yes.
2: You know, you have the tick, 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 tick,
1: tick. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking about <clears throat> the way pianists get sound out of the piano in relation to what I know was the history of jazz piano. And the right. history of jazz piano comes from pianos being played not in concert halls. They no. were played in no. bars and, yeah, in, should, and, in, right. and in salons and right. uh, wherever. Uh, uh, and I'm sure they weren't tuned every other day no. <laughs> uh, or every month or whatever. Yeah. And, and so when a, when, a, when a piano that has three strings per note uh, when those strings start to go out of unison, uh, the the sound no longer sustains or impinges, and what and and then add to that if there's not if you're not really in concert and people aren't listening but they're partying or drinking or whatever whatever they're doing, and the the piano playing is a, more or less a background or for a party right. or whatever, yeah. right. the technique that gets developed is quite. Um, uh, rough, yes, percussive. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, percussive and rough, just to get yes. the sound right, out, right, right, and right. and that's how jazz piano began. Nice. began. And in my researches, I I'm, there may be other things that I'm missing, but in my searches, the first jazz pianist that I heard that had a beautiful light touch on the piano, even though he grew up playing in barums, somehow he developed this beautiful light, oh, yeah. graceful touches. Yeah. Art Tatum. Yeah. Oh the, the, my goodness. The, the great my... the The great, the great Art Tatum. It was the first time I heard this beautiful uh, light touch come out of the piano, and then more and more pianists begin to to be playing in uh, in more listening situations, and then finally in concert halls, and uh, until finally you come uh, you come in the uh, in the '50s, late '50s, '58, '59, with with the piano playing of Bill Evans, who then. Uh, really put a classical I see. touch, a uh, yes. beautiful touch on the piano. And that, yeah. that became... Uh, I mean, I, as much as I, I love the music and, and rhythm and, 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 ex- and experience made by the other pianists, for, for sure, this touch and sound on the piano became the yeah. thing that attracted me. Well, yeah. uh,
2: you see, uh, when you play for a person, we have to know why does one play? What? Why does Wha- one play for yes. another person? Yes. What's the the big thing that uh, the pianist is there and then somebody is listening and and like opened up to receive? What's what, what's all that?
1: Yes. You know it's bizarre. Yes.
2: You know, and uh, I think that uh, we had to. We I mean. Uh, anybody also in classical music you know we had to come to recognize that there was aesthetics in the way of touching the key mm. and that that's what had to be developed also the awareness of the aesthetic of the key of the movement of the hand yes you know and because there were people that have pounded the piano it's amazing that the piano has survived
1: <laughs> Well, yes. I mean, uh, the awareness of doing something like that had to only come when the pianists began to have listeners to to listen, rather than just a barroom or a party. I understand, like like that. But uh, that's very interesting about the touch because I remember hearing you play when we were in Clearwater after one of the events, and we were up in the ballroom in the Fort Uh, Harrison Hotel. and you played for us, uh, it was like an after after event and we were just hanging out and playing and you played various things, but I think you played mostly Scarlatti uh, oh. pieces for yeah. us. Yeah. And I was watching intently your hands and that's when I asked you about how does it work out that when you move across the keyboards that your hands don't look like they're moving very much, but all, all of these notes uh, gracefully flying out of the out of the piano and you mentioned about about sideways motion and the speed of which the phrase goes so rather than turning the hand every time uh, the thumb has to come around right every time the thumb has to come around instead of turning the hand you just move to the new yeah, position right, you just right. float to the new yes, position absolutely yes and that was a revelation for me, actually, because I, I, yeah, I, I, I knew that I would do that naturally sometimes, but then not realize. And when I'd practice, because I slowed the tempo down, yeah. I, I would tend to turn my hand ah, to, yeah. to put the, the thumb there, well, but that's not the way the phrase came, well, or the way well, the phrase really came out.
2: You know, unfortunately, how would I put it? It's the distance between the words you can use and the reality that must come out. Mm -hmm. You know, many times the two don't don't go together. You know, there's a a kind of abyss. Yes. (laughs) Because they haven't found that... It's not that you have to be stuck to the keyboard. Yes. You know, that's also another wrong thing mm. okay but the lightness of of the aesthetic of the movement voila mm. you know the aesthetic of the movement in playing the piano in playing any instrument must be present yes and then just a the movement it's like a dancer a dancer who mm. dances with fingers
1: yes yes
2: and yes if,
1: if the piano if the if the if the body's not moving gracefully and freely, then yeah. then it, it, then it's it, it can't produce yeah. what you're yeah. thinking. And then you have two two things,
2: that uh, what the guy uh, wants to do and what uh, what comes out. Yes, yes, yes. And I've seen classical uh, pianists, some colleagues of mine, and I was looking at their way of playing. I said, what should I say? What should I say? should I say something? Mm. And you know, many times I delicately explore whether I can say something and I can see immediately that it's, it it disturbs old habits, it disturbs so many times I don't say anything.
1: Yes, it's a delicate thing. It, 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 has, it has to be done with enough care and, and, and humanity. Uh, yes, because it, it's a it's a truth that any anyone can see if they can look and see. Once you speak in in concepts like gracefulness, yes, uh, beauty is yes. is a very high concept. So you can't force that concept on someone but but you can you can definitely demonstrate it yeah. and, and and actually maybe after after we talk before we go maybe you can play a few phrases and uh, <laughs> demonstrate the wrong way to do it and, yeah. and the right way to do it okay. you know because that that might help uh, a lot yes. so i I want to ask you Mario if you have thoughts about the relationship between playing music that is composed like you're You're such an artist at doing so beautifully that you make it sound like you're improvising, but actually you find out that Scarlatti wrote that piece, or Chopin wrote that piece.
2: But let me add something. When you play the music that has been written by Scarlatti, by Mozart, it must be like an improvisation in present time. Yes, yes. When one can achieve that, one has achieved the maximum.
1: Yes. Yes, and so how do you how do you compare that with with what we loosely call improvisation, like sitting down at the piano and improvising rather than well, playing written notes? Uh, what, what how do you see that those two ways of approaching music? Well, uh,
2: first of all, I think that improvisation can be taught. Yes, it can be taught. Mm. There are some basic rules, okay, that one must know, and then when one can apply that and one also knows harmony, not only the basic, but a bit more than the basics, okay, then there is a kind of, you begin living in that in that universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is why Mozart was such an improviser because he would go into that universe and snatch something and then bring it in present time.
1: Mm. He would, comp- uh, he, w- he would, he probably would compose, I mean, I, I think the composer's mind is the one that really is senior, uh, like whether, yes. because you're constructing something, you want to construct something always that is beautiful and has some kind of order to it. Yes. Some kind of order yes, to that's it. That's true. Yes. But something the, that tells some kind of a, a some story, kind of a story yeah, or that, a poetry. Yeah. Uh, so a it's a, it's a com- anyway. It's a composer's mind yes. when you But is, uh, it is true.
2: I agree with that mostly, okay? But uh, if one is trained in that a little bit and one has a kind of understanding of the harmonic uh, compositional way, one can take one reaches where one finds it.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Because after all, you know, where did it come in the mind of Mozart? From where did it come?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. So yes. How, how, how does, I'm trying to put myself in the, in the uh, viewpoint of listeners to this conversation. How, how would someone, how do you think someone can come into the knowledge of this harmony that you're, the, the uh, harmony you know, uh, of music. How do you how do you study it? How do you find that? Uh, how do you think let you... me just ask you that.
2: Uh, how does one begin studying harmony? You go there. You you begin seeing the perfect major chord, the perfect minor chord, the diminished chord, the augmented chord, and then now you have to be able to use all that. Yes. Uh, even if it's only two or three things, you you, you better apply.
1: Yes. Uh, you, I mean, the student. So, in other words, you, you're saying when when you learn a few structures, yeah, to immediately do something with them.
2: Uh, exactly.
1: Yes. Yes. So
2: that you you get the flow going. Yes. Okay. Of your. Invention. Yes. Because it is also another thing is that you must be able to invent something. Yes. You're not going to play C E G C E G C E G for three hours. Yes. You have to move somewhere. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then this movement that has to be taught to the student. Yes, I guess I
1: guess we only break break the notes down into patterns and forms and give them names in order to communicate with one another, but the the actual music uh, doesn't have names or uh, uh, or to it, it's it's music is music, but then to break it down enough to understand how this sound is this and that sound is that, and you can combine this sound with that that sound and this pattern with that pattern is a method of understanding how to differentiate different Little forms from yes, one another, so you have a true. like you say, major form, yes, a, a yes, minor, minor form. yeah, but there aren't that there aren't that many actually. When no, that's there, right. There's six or seven, and after that, it's variations of that. Uh,
2: yes, and after that, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yes. And uh, the sooner one is say you are a bit on your own. What can you do with that? Yes. And uh, the, or should I say, the easier for this person to develop himself because he knows that, oh, he can use that, he can use that, he can use that. Yes, yes. Okay. It's, I think it's a training like uh, the beauty of, um, of music, the beauty of the creation is a byproduct of something that you must be able to use. Yes, yes. I think, because when you are able to do that, there's no limit. Yes. Okay, when you consider the number of composers that have written and have improvised and, and uh, the music of Dussek doesn't sound at all like even Mozart. Who? And Mozart?
1: No, the first one. Dussek.
2: I don't, Dussek. I
1: don't think he, I know he this was name.
2: A, he was a... How do you spell a, that? A Bohemian. A D-U-S-S-E-K. Dussek. Yeah, Ah, exactly. From where, what era? Uh, Bohemia, uh, Central Europe.
1: Central Europe in the 1900s? Oh,
2: much of before, 1760, 1750. Ah. At the time of Mozart. I see. And Mozart himself was an improviser of
1: fantastic abilities. Yes, yes. You know? So, Mario, so for for our listeners uh, to... See what, what I what I want to do for our listeners to introduce you so they know who's speaking to them as I'm going to play some of your recordings. Okay. Uh, especially the Scarlatti one, which I really love. And then you can direct me to to other ones that, okay. that, that oh, to okay. play. But what kind of a what kind would of I don't know how to say this without it sounding too general or silly, but I, I want you to give your your advice, actually, to to it's hard to do because there are so many pianists that will listen. But uh, if you could distill some advice, uh, well, but
2: then I
1: need to know something. Uh, the advice I
2: will give as a pianist or as a composer
1: or what I mean. Uh, Let's start out with as a pianist, like the the actual the actual art of playing the, the piano yes
2: well okay so actually the the first thing that has to be made sure is that the student must have a teacher that knows how to open doors mm. when there is a teacher that says okay now here we have a major chord here we have a minor chord look we are in c major we are in g minor we are in d minor we
1: are in a major
2: what can you do there?
1: Yes. Okay? And, uh, Encourage creativity. Right. Yes.
2: Because actually without creativity, some basis of creativity,
1: what do we do? Yes, yes.
2: You know, the person must be enticed and not be shy, okay? Yes. And he can a little bit, even three chords,
1: okay? Let's see. So, probably, see I'm trying to be, uh, you, know the, you know the current word being a ner- nerdy kind of nerd I like don't know the <laughs> word nerd what is a nerd <laughs> what does nerd mean Aaron it's like it's like a, it's like someone who, who gets n- gets nitpicky about details uh huh yeah right?
0: like very it's down to the, the details detail? that most people
1: wouldn't care about yeah, well, yeah it's, it's something a detail most people wouldn't care about to get to go into that kind uh, of that kind nitpicky. of thing what it looks like is to to actually discuss the technique of piano in terms of finger fingers and muscles Help. and it gets a little bit uh, beyond, you can't really boring yeah it gets boring doesn't it it yes. gets boring so so we 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 have to bring the because i get asked about that and about what how the hand should be placed and so forth and actually when you were talking earlier about that there must be a flow is really the the whole yes. answer. However, the pianist attains that yes, absolutely. for himself. It has to be a f- uh, flow. Then, uh, then you can notice different ways other pianists have attained a flow, and it might uh, tweak off an idea. Just like that idea of whether you, whether you curl your fingers or you don't. Try it. See what feels like you get the the best flow. Yeah.
2: Well, yes, uh, you know it's. We have five fingers, five fingers, okay? And nothing more than that. Mm -hmm. But what we call the passage of the thumb, you know? C, D, E, F. Right. One, two, three, one.
1: Yeah.
2: So this multiplies the number of fingers. Right. Okay? Right. So instead of having only five fingers, you have three and then four. Then all of a sudden you have more
1: than five fingers. Right. Right. So... Show the passage of the thumb. One, two, three, one. Yeah. Now C, D, E, F. Yeah. Now, now I want I want everybody to notice how Mario did that. He, he, he one. One. Two, three, one. Now you, you, I want you to notice that he didn't do this. One, two, three, one. Yes. He did this. He did one. Two, three, one. one. Yes. Of course, that's in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. But you can do that very fast. So, so that so that way the piano the 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 hand always looks like it's floating. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And that's that effect that you get when you see a great pianist like Mario yeah, well like, you, like Horowitz. and. You can't and, uh,
2: fragment. Yes. You know because actually you go from one finger to the other. Yes. Okay, let's say from the, the second finger to the third finger. Okay, now, you don't play second finger and then third finger and then...
1: And lift it, up and down, you yes, go, one you, to the next. You go one to the
2: next. Mm. You glide in a sense. Yes, yes, yes. Okay?
1: Okay, see... see and na-
2: some people even have invented the fact that you can't play with notes separate. Okay? Some people do.
1: Yes. You know?
2: In fact there is a, like a school I read about the school in which you don't play legato anymore. Uh, you know you separate er, each
1: note. Yeah. Well, you need both for musical well, effect. Why not? Yeah, you need both for musical of course. effect. You want yeah. to play legato sometimes and, and sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, not legato. And sometimes all the all of the all of the nuances so, in yes. between and legato and not legato. Absolutely. Oh, nothing is fixed yes. like, like that. It's up to the imagination of
2: the one who wants to use his fingers and yes. the piano. Yes, yes. Because you have two sets of rules that you have to take in consideration or invent them on the, spur of the moment. The rules of the piano. How does one play the piano?
1: Yes.
2: And then there is a the rule of the fingers, the hand, the, the fingers, the hands. The, uh, how does one use the hand? And even further than the hand, the the, the, the wrist, all these yes. things. There's a lot of people, you know. Some people have a natural; they have found their formula.
1: Yes, you know. I think I, I, it makes me think that there are two two concepts that, if you put them together, would answer all all of that. Because <clears throat> I I was recently, you know, I'm I'm doing some physical exercises to try to keep my body uh, yeah, uh, flowing and yeah. so forth. And I learned from a practitioner a phrase that he uses. He said, what is the purpose of the body? Like, there's a good question. What's Ooh. the purpose of wow. the body? And his answer in, in physical terms is efficient motion. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So efficient, efficient motion would be one concept then add to efficient motion uh, a more aesthetic concept like, like gracefulness yes, right. or aesthetic motion. Right. Right. And if you put those two things together and maybe encourage the pianist to find his way to achieve those two things for himself, or that, that's the concept that you go for. Is, do you consider that efficient motion? Because I find that if, I, if I'm trying to help a pianist play and I, I see him do something which I don't consider as efficient uh-huh. I can't just tell him okay. that's not efficient uh, uh, I, <laughs> because otherwise he, he, he will feel uh, put upon In dates, invalidated yeah. uh, or whatever yeah. uh, unless he's very, very bright. And he'll say, really, How, what, what, what do you mean by can that? Can you show me? Yeah, can you show me? Yeah, so so it would, would have to be on the level of, uh, show me a motion that you consider efficient. Yes. Uh, show me a motion that you consider not so efficient. Yeah, so that, you consider that it's more efficient. Well, keep going for more efficiency, uh, or that kind of a... Well, it's, it's a
2: way of approaching the complexities. Yes. You know? Yes, it's and a simplicity. Also to make it more palatable because the moment you talk about aesthetics, it's more palatable. Yes, than just that.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay. I, mean, I think we've hit on it. That's that settles it in my mind about the when when I speak next time I'm going to use that to talk about the the relationship between the physical technique yes. of, of playing and the actual music and communication and aesthetics that that is what you're looking to. Most achieve. people do not have not realized
2: that playing of the piano touches tangentially, I would like uh, on the side the philosophy of living. Yes. Because we want aesthetic. Mm. And what is aesthetic? You are immediately, you know. Yeah, what is aesthetic? I don't think aesthetic exists. Oh, really?
1: Yes. Okay, so, mm, so uh-huh. what is that? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand now.
1: How shall we define that, Mario? How do you, how do you define aesthetic?
2: I consider, this is my definition, yes. okay, that aesthetic is a wavelength. Yes. And that it's a wavelength that, have you ever seen the design of a wavelength?
1: I'm yes, sure they can everything. be more gross or more fine.
2: Uh, not only that, but also some
1: are more like that. Some are more even like yeah, a sine wave, right, exactly. and some are jagged. Exactly. Yes. The more
2: jagged and the less aesthetic the sound. Yes. At least this is my experience.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I see from a from a from a physics. Standpoint. Yeah, the,
2: the, the, and we can yeah. control that by looking at the design that appears.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I looked up aesthetic in the dictionary. Yes. One time, and I found uh, one one of the definitions. I wonder if it's in this dictionary in my in my phone here. One of the definitions of aesthetic that I thought that was the most down home definition. Uh, they they were about three or four. Let me let me see. A E right. A E. So so in this uh, dictionary it says pertaining to a sense of the beautiful. Yeah. Or to the philosophy of aesthetics. Okay, yes. well, yeah, to right. to the beautiful. Yes. Uh, mm, having a sense of the beautiful, characterized by a love of beauty. Right. But the, you know, in this in this one, it doesn't it doesn't give the de- not in this in another dictionary I found a definition which I use sometimes because I I think it's very easy to understand, which is when something pleases someone could be anything could be food or yeah. looking at the day or a conversation when some part of life is pleasing to you it's aesthetic yeah so there's an element of when you as a spirit are pleased uh, there's got to be an element Absolutely. of aesthetics there Absolutely. like like we were talking about my 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 dear mother anna who 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 you knew and when she's i don't know if you ever Ate her food if she ever cooked no. for you. She, you never had the pleasure. Well, when she prepared food and presented it, it was it was and an I art form. It, it was, was an that. aesthetic. It was so pleasing, and and uh, yeah. uh, so that's that's another well
2: definition. But it, it's related to
1: that. Yes. Yeah. So the music must. So the sound that comes out must be pleasing. It must be
2: well. Uh, you know. Uh, if we go like that, then we go into the philosophical saying, pleasing, so what you mean to say, etc., etc., and they will find all sorts of objections. Yes, yes. You know, I wouldn't even touch that, yeah. that, that part. Mm. Did you like it? That's all.
1: Yeah. Well, did you like it? Means, was it pleasing to you? Yes. Is another way to, <laughs>
0: exactly. Is
1: another way to say it. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Well, well, then, then we, we, then I'm going to definitely use that relationship between the physical, yeah. the physical technique and and the gracefulness and, and. I am sure
2: that you have
1: found or uh, encountered in your life a
2: piano that just looking at this piano. It makes you want to play, it, oh, want yes. to, isn't
1: it? Absolutely,
2: yes. And yet you haven't even touched it yet. Mm-hmm. But the view, the, the, the ears, and then you go, you touch it, you know, and to me it happened one day, I was playing in a little town in Italy. I, It was beautiful, it was very well varnished, and it was nice, the mm-hmm. colors. Mm-hmm. I touched it and I almost ran. Oh, The sound was
1: horrible. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know,
2: it was a ruined piano. You see, only the external I see, side. I
1: see, So
2: it can happen also like that. Yes, yes. One must be ready.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> then, then a piano like this you must only look at.
2: Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yes, and look at it and withdraw. And withdraw. Because Don't. immediately they tell you, won't you play?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel terrible there. Yes. Well, well... Your piano uh, now sounds very nice. You like it? I, right? I like it. Yes. I like it. It's very light, light a, action. Light
2: action, yes. and uh, and you know, I was getting a really. You have actually given me a, a reason to continue to live.
1: <laughs> oh, with with the repairing, yeah, with uh, the fact piano. of what they did to the piano. Mario, would you uh, would you play a few phrases to demonstrate different things to us? Sure. Would, would you mind? you can take take take
0: off the headphones Thanks very much for listening How about that huh The next episode of Music Magic podcast you might want to sit down for this If you thought Chick talking to his mentor was good in the next podcast Chick talks to Herbie Hancock who I don't have to tell you is one of the most transcendent musicians on the planet and like Chick a piano god Herbie and Chick share a lot of history that you know about. Their time with Miles Davis, their storied piano duets, and a whole lot more that you don't know. To hear it, boy, it'd be really great if you could subscribe to Music Magic Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to get your podcasts. That way, the next episode with Herbie Hancock will be delivered straight to you automatically. And if you're a musician... Now that you've heard Chick's own history of training with Mario Fenninger, head to chickkoreamusicworkshops.com. Chick recorded a brilliant solo take of his tune, Spain, live in studio. And now you can download everything you need to really get inside his performance. What am I talking about? Well, video of Chick's hands on the keys, a transcription overseen by Chick himself, and it's all free, too. That's the groovy world we live in now. You do have to sign up, though, which is something you're familiar with by now and which costs you not a thing. So go to Workshops.com. Okay, until next time.